good morning. If you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney, and for the first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, Patton Hills, along from 6 AM Queensland time, or if you're listening anywhere in the world, if you're on the SEN app, uh, great to have your company this morning. Got to say, uh, did the drive up this morning to our studios in North Sydney here. How many of you are starting work early? I've never seen so much traffic on the road this morning. All these, more than just utes and trucks. What are you doing? What are you doing? Or is it all to do with uh, grand final tickets? Are they going on sale? Canterbury fans all going in a rush. James Magnuson is here, the missile. You're a, uh, what about the spring in your step? Mate, it was a pre-season challenge game, game one, and you're talking about new dawn, grand final tickets. Good morning, sir. Fossey, that could have been all Bulldogs fans this morning. <laughs> We're up and about. Yeah. Uh, grand final tickets booked. I've spoken to you before about the omenry around the, yes. the year four. Yeah, go through. Go do it again. 74 loss, 84 win, 94 loss, 2004 win, 2014 loss. You do the math. Bang. Uh, it doesn't get any bigger than that in terms of omenry. But, yeah, exciting game last night. So good to have the football back. So good to hear you. On our airwaves, calling it uh, Belmore on a Thursday. How Thursday was that? Night, yeah. Still nah, a few nice. fans around. It was, it was nice. Had a Mr. Whippy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> straight back into it. 55 players used last night. So in the 55. preseason challenge. They have capped it. Um, so I've done games preseason before where there's been 60 or more players. Mm. And it's bloody hell, it's hard. But they've capped it this year that you can use maximum 28. Melbourne used 27. Bulldogs used 28 last night. 55 players. If you missed it. Um, Melbourne by the second half had no stars. Starless light up. I think Remus Smith might have been the most experienced player out there for them. But the Bulldogs last night, and right off the top, I know we want to talk about lots of other things, but the Bulldogs last night had eight of their under-21 squad from last year. The Jersey flag grand final won the premiership. Yep. Man, some of them look good. And, And I know it's all got to be kept in perspective. I know that. But when you've been a struggling club and you've gone through, you, you, you grab hold of good news, don't you? Be positive. Absolutely. And I saw last night, I'm going to make a statement. Bang, right off the top. Get that early crow ready, Dan. Joash Papali, young fullback, will be the Bulldogs' Jareem Buller. Wow. There we go. I'm saying this kid has more than just a little bit of ability. So are you talking... To start the season, or are you thinking five, six rounds in, give him time? Yeah, I think, well, look, they've got options, haven't they? Black Taff last night, the former Rabideau playing fullback. Stephen Crichton, you'd reckon, will start in the centres. Hayes Perham still in the mix there. Connor Tracy. Connor Tracy. Um, but I'm seeing a young player who looks like modern-day fullback, chime in, bit of ball play, mm. uh, toughness, one big carry where he just went bang, ran as hard as he could into the metre forwards. I thought that's a courage run. That's it a good is. sign. Mm. Um, he, he just moves so well. He put a little Kalen Ponga goosey when he swept into the right. He swept into the left, have a hand and a try. Uh, uh, again, he, to me, looks like a Jareem Buller type for the Bulldogs on early crow. He'll be your number one more than any other player at the club. Maybe by the end of the season. How soon that transpires, we'll wait and see. I love it. And this is how Gus works, right? He builds from within. Obviously, we've made a number of signings across the board in that first grade squad. But he builds the club from within. Gets those juniors coming through. They won the Harold Mats. They won the SG Ball. 
it's time this year that we start seeing those players trickle through to first grade. And, and we saw that last night. Very exciting night as a Bulldogs fan. Kid called Joseph O'Neill, Barella Bears Jr. Plays halfback, was man of the looked match great. in that flag grand final. He looked yep. really good. He had a combination going with Papali. Uh, the young fella playing hooker, Hayward. He was very strong, very mm. solid. I So on Fox League, perfect last night. Michael Ennis, co-commentator, expert on the art of dummy half play. He's there to assess Bailey Hayward, gives him a huge thumbs up. Then I'm working with Cooper Cronk, assessing O'Neill, loved what he saw. Mm. So, you know, they got a big pass mark last night and then collectively we were all impressed with Papali. So well done to the Bulldogs. Um, James, I, look, I, I, I know this is our first time uh, together for the year. Heard you with Fletch again yesterday. Heard the big interview with Joel Kane last week. Everything going on in your life. Son, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm your mate. I'm yeah. your mate, James. Yeah. Um, you have opened up a can of whoop ass. Mm. What has life been like in your shoes the last week? It's been a very crazy week, Vossi. Um, media from around the world keen to talk. Uh, it's obviously a, a big story in, in world mm. news, not just in Australian news. Uh, it was just an opportunity that, well, you saw the origins of it. Yeah. yeah came, we came straight through the breakfast yeah. show here on I th- SEN. I think we were the first... Uh, outlet. It had been written up in the Herald, but only sort of quietly, not not much publicity around yeah. the story being first written. And it was second hand. We were the first to actually do the interview and then the reaction was bang, unleash the hounds on yep. the open line. Yeah, it was broken here on uh, breakfast on SEN, um, SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. Um, it, was a, it was a big story, Vossi. I, I didn't think it was going to be as big a story as it was, but the opportunity uh, that has arisen is too good to ignore. Um, obviously, there's been some conversations with family, friends, confidants around the risk versus reward, but here we are. Um, yeah. I've been able to make a headline or two throughout yeah, my career. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's people around me that said, aren't you, you know, yeah. haven't you had enough now? You know, don't you want to go quietly into the sunset? Yeah, well, that's my advice. That's my, because, but, but I'm of a different generation. So I'm a lot older. I feel almost fatherly yeah. standing here. I said, yeah, son, yeah. do you really want this attention? You're sure? I'm ready yeah. to live a quiet life. <laughs> You're at a different, different part. However, I, I, no, I don't want to be bogged down by it today. By all means, if you want to talk to James about it, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to send in your text, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. But I'm more interested in the uh, the James Magnuson power rankings uh, this morning. Uh, we have the biggest weekend in my life mm. of international acts performing this weekend. Take your pick. You got pink. Uh, performing at Suncorp Stadium tonight. Les Kiss, who was on our program yesterday, Queensland Reds coach, he was going to pink tonight. Yep. Suncorp. Uh, you've got Taylor Swift in Melbourne. So where, where, where is she performing? Was she at the G or where, where is she performing? You don't have to assume the MCG, right? She's at the MCG, yep. right? So Taylor Swift at the MCG. And my favourite, Blink-182 are in Sydney. So there you go. Like, has there ever been bigger? What's the power rankings there? Well, my Swift, personal... pink... Blink-182. My personal power rank would be Blink-182, Swift, Pink. But I yeah. think on current popularity, you'd go Swift, Blink-182, Pink yeah. with the bronze. <laughs> Three huge acts all in Australia at the one time. I don't yeah. know if the management has colluded to time this up um, all at once. Have but we missed anyone? Is there anyone else that we've missed there? Is any other band snuck in that well, we, we don't know about? Look, I, Matchbox I, 20, where, where are they? Are they performing <laughs> this weekend or are they just kicking back? Are they sort of... 
fourth in a photo. <laughs> what are they doing? Matchbox 20. Something that came across my desk. So we saw pink was turned away from the Manly Sail- Sailing yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just the Manly Skiff Club it was, which is just a disaster. You know, the guy that turned yeah, her away, oh, wow. is he still uh, employed by the Skiff Club? No. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. The other guy that's out here that was turned away, uh, the SCG yeah. members, right. Shaggy, wasn't me. Shaggy? They what? caught him kissing on the bathroom floor, what? but it wasn't him. What? So he turned up as a guest of Brian Lara to the members at the SCG, and he had ripped jeans on. He was with Sean DePaul, another... Uh, another person I've heard of. <laughs> Shaggy was turned away because of his ripped jeans. Oh, you mean Sean DePaul? Sean DePaul. Never heard of him. <laughs> oh, an and good apparently one. Shaggy said to, to the staff at SCG, do you know that I'm wearing a $200,000 chain? Right. They said, doesn't matter, ripped jeans, no go. So Brian Lara's guest at the SCG... Yeah. Turned away. So, hang on, so Shaggy, how far back are we going with Shaggy Dan? What's it with some Shaggy music? Is that Shaggy music? I said kissing on the bathroom floor. Maybe there was more going yeah, on. They're, they're, a, they're a dime a dozen, those sort of singers. Um, yeah, they, they, they'd have put a glass eye to sleep. But um, Shaggy, <laughs> no, I was thinking, no, there's another Shaggy. Wasn't there another Shaggy? Is is less like. In horse racing, you can't name a horse Farlap once there's been a Farlap. I thought there was a Shaggy years ago. Didn't this would be the Shaggy. Carolina, didn't you? Carolina. Blah, blah, blah. Something like that. Oh, it's just, you know. Yeah. So, oh, that's the same dude. So the clip that the clip what? that Dan's got What's there. He had? What's the, he clip, got? the clip that Dan's got is not Shaggy singing. That's the guy that features oh, in that song. Okay. So yeah. Shaggy is the same Shaggy. Yes. So he'd be in his fifties now. Yeah, he would be. He would be. Fifties, fifties, torn jeans. Yeah. Two hundred thousand dollar chain. Yep. Still no entry to the SCG. So fifty-five. Wow, confirmation. We're going to get a little bit of a reputation here in Australia as a bit of a nanny state. If we're turning away Pink from the Manly Skiff Club, we're turning away Shaggy from the SCG. That biggest celebrities, you can't yeah. turn away Pink. All right, let's do the let's let, let's do the snap poll this morning. Who's biggest out of all these performers? All these people in the country. Taylor Swift, Tay Tay. Uh, Pink, Blink-182, would, would any of them be listening to the program right now? Is there any chance? Say yes, just to humour me. I think Blink-182 is your best bet there. Yeah, who, who's Travis Barker, the drummer? Yeah, the drummer, yeah. I, I sent him a message when he said, look, in, you know, Australia, I look forward to you know coming out. I sent him a message saying, mate, let us know how you like your steak on the barbie. Then I thought, no, he's a vegan. Ooh. Yeah, so that we... He's... He doesn't look like a vegan. Really? Yeah. More fat in a butcher's pencil, pencil than him. I mean, he's, he's, geez, he's got some ink, hasn't he? And then he does. He's dating a Kardashian. Yeah, he is. Married yeah. to a Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. Kid yeah, with true. a Kardashian. So your power rankings, folks, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to come on, uh, who do you want to see most out of those? And if you had to pick, they're all. But I've never known a weekend like it. And can you tell us of some others? If you want to promote someone who's at the Rudy Yularsel this weekend, if there's some some band or. Something to compete with the others, let us know. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or on the text line 0457-736-736. A question without notice too, uh, and Ben, our producer, doesn't know anything about this, nor Charlie, nor Dan, but it was a topic I needed to raise, and it's of absolute urgency. Do you know anything about Mexican walking fish, axolotls? I know what they are. Yeah, but do you know anything about them? I've got a problem. Do you own some? Yeah, yeah, I got a problem. Yeah, Philip. 
Philip the axolotl. Okay, very oh. ugly animals. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we got a yellow one. Jeez. Okay. Wisdom just sits there. Just yeah. Doesn't do much. In a tank. Mate, I, I tried to feed him again last night. He hasn't eaten in three weeks. Three weeks. Has not taken a a piece of food in three weeks. What's going Look, on? Look, I don't want to go the early no, no, crow, no. but uh, uh, valet. Oh, oh, no. Not Philip. <laughs> Not <laughs> so, SEN stands for Sports Entertainment Network. Today we might be SENA, Sports Entertainment Network and Axolotl mm. News. I need some help. Well, my sister-in-law is a vet. Axolotl not? Why is Philip not eating? My sister-in-law is a vet, so I'll send her a Get text. Her if you could. Yeah. Get her on. Uh, and well done. Straight off the top two, Elora Hawks. Giddy. <laughs> Up 276 to 1. Um, they have sealed their place in the four. Last night, beating the Wildcats. What about this? Wildcats are second on the ladder and will be top two going into the finals. The Hawks have beaten them three times this year now by 18, 18, and last night 16. That's mm. a fair box set. Look out. It is one of the biggest stories. One of the best stories. I won't say the biggest. Best stories in Australian sport. Last to playoffs. Absolutely stone motherless. Great effort. Justin Tatum. Our boy Tatum. Yeah, he's our man. Our man, Justin Tatum. Uh, get on the program. James Magnuson's here. He's here to take your calls this morning. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with Michael Carianis. Morning, MC. Hey, Taylor Swift, Matchbox 20, Pink, Blink 182. Which one takes your fancy? Uh, Taylor Swift out of all them. Yeah. I don't mind Shaggy though. I heard Shaggy get a bit mentioned a bit earlier. I'd see Shaggy next after the rest of the, yeah. after Taylor Swift. What was that Carolina song he had, Michael? They're going way back, Shaggy. Can you sing that? Yeah, or Carolina, Miss Carolina, or whatever it was. Yeah, or yeah. Carolina. I like yeah. Yeah, no, I like no, it no. Me, Give us a burst of it. Nah, that's all I've got. <laughs> um, Shaggy, it wasn't me. One of the great hits. Yeah, Dan just played the it's wrong the wrong verse from it. Yeah. Mr. Bombastic, they're pretty good. Oh, Mr. Bombastic, right. yes. of course, yes. Yes. He did have a few hits, Shaggy. He did. Yeah, a no, long while ago. Shaggy is one of the greats. By the way, we asked, when was the Goo Goo Dolls' last hit? Um, confirmation 1998 has come through on the Beautiful. text line. That's, that's 26 years. 26 years ago, 1998. Um, thank you. Michael, oh, there's the birds. That's nice. Are you wearing clothes on the back deck or just letting the birds do as they please? What's going on there in the Carianas household? Oh, I'll have to let the, the neighbour, concerned neighbours, text in and, and let you guys know what I've got on. <laughs> okay. All right. Polly wants a cracker. Um, dog storm last night. Uh, look, I just enjoyed having the rugby league back. It was, I tell you what, I'm a rugby league romantic. I... I the closer I got to Belmore, the more excited I was. Like, and I got there very early, and there was it was even before the New South Wales Cup trials started. And it, it, my hairs on my back of my neck were standing up just being back at Belmore. It's and had flashbacks yep. to great days gone by, back to the eighties. Um, look, I don't want rugby league being played at Belmore every week, but God, I love going back there mm. from time to time. Yeah, I think they've got the balance right there with. Um, what they do now uh, as Belmore preseason games, and I think well, how many club games this year? One, maybe two, maybe games at at Belmore this year. That's enough um, to appease uh, the locals, I guess. But yeah, it was good to see footy back. It was great to see glimpses of of Ryan Pappenhausen in in full flight and and get through that forty minutes un- unscathed, which is you know the number one takeaway from the game for for like for anyone that's a, a neutral is just trying to see. 
Pappenhausen get through unscathed and look decent, which is good. Bronson Sherry had a few good touches. Blake Taft looked decent at fullback. I don't know if the half situation at, at Dormals any clearer. Um, Blake Wilson put on a, a nice bit of footwork for a, a try as well. So, look, overall, um, not too bad of a hit out for, for those sides. What did you make of some of the youngsters coming through, MC? Uh, Josh, Joash Papali, uh, Bailey Hayward. Uh, a lot of exciting young talent as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what these games are, are for, a little bit missile, depending on how either side approaches it. But we get to see a, a glimpse of some of the, the young players. And, you know, they held their gloves up okay. Um, I thought for, for Canterbury, some guys that will push for the, the, the 17 that we probably didn't think. At the start, Puasa Thomasilla was really good, I thought, for, for them. He, he looked good. Obviously, a bit of a journeyman that's been around, not a, not a youngster. And I think um, Sam Hughes, who had a taste of first grade mm. last year, looks like with another off-season under his belt, um, that he could you know be pushing for a top 17 come round one as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hey, Luciano Lua is chasing a new deal. What number is he after here? Can we get a dollar oh, figure? Yeah, well, is this true? We can get a dollar figure. You can get a dollar figure, boys, but it's around that $900,000 mark. That um, season. He was coming off the bench for the Cowboys, right? Like 900000 900000 has been the asking price um, at Dragons. Um, look, he, they're not going to pay that. No. So um, that, that, you, can, you can ask for whatever you like. It's a matter of what clubs are, are going to pay you. They won't land anywhere near that figure. Um, so it's up to Luciano to see what... Um, he wants to do if he's um, genuinely interested in, in returning to Sydney or, or not. Um, the, the cows, I think, are okay to let him go. Obviously, they've got some young players to, um, that they need to re-sign as well. The Dragons are, are, are sniffing around as well as some other sides. But, um, look, I think the way this will probably end up is that Leilua should probably end up at, at the Dragons. The Raiders have a little bit of interest as well, but it won't be for anywhere near that $900,000 mark. Will the Cowboys have to pay out part of his contract, or is this just a cut cut and run deal? Well, it depends on how desperate they are to get rid of him. Mm. Uh, missile. If they Were they, if they keen feel, to get rid of him previously? Well, I think uh, last year, the Raiders had a sniff around last year, for sure. Yeah. Um, and North Queensland said no. Um, but with the emergence and, and the quick emergence of some of those young players, uh, maybe, you know, it's forced their hand a little bit with, with the money that these young guys are getting offered from the likes of the Dragons and the Dolphins and, and some of these other clubs that it might have, you know, persuaded them now to go, okay, well, we need to find some space here. And long-term, these young guys have got 10, you know, years of first grade left. They've come through the system. Um, so that might be a, a situation. The money's not such an issue this year for anyone that picks up Leilua because he's already been paid, you know, four months of his contract, uh, right? By the time, you know what I mean? So, and, you know, Dragons have heaps of cap space for this year. So it's right. not so much this year. Good it's point. Next yeah, year that's right. From November and, and 1, beyond. he starts getting paid. So he's been paid by the Cowboys since November 1. So that's yeah. your... That's Interesting. Your, but here's a hypothetical for you. I'll throw it at you, James. Mm. Let's just say Leilua was paid $900,000. So on the scale of what you're worth, what's Nathan Cleary worth? If 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 Luciano Leilua could get nine hundred thousand dollars a season, 
What is Nathan Cleary's value? 1.8, double. Oh, three? I was going to say 2.7. I was going to say 5 million. 5 million? Well, no, you're probably right. No, you're probably right. You're probably right. He's, he's worth at least four times more, five times more in, in value to a team than Luciano. Good luck to Luciano. Um, he's not getting whatever he gets. Boys, right? Okay. He's yeah. not getting 900. All right. Adam O'Brien's comments. Uh, Lieutenant Dan, can we hit a little bit of Adam O'Brien speaking after the three-year contract extension? We need to go out and perform now. So if that gets us there this year, I would be wrapped. I'm not sure when it will, but I know that we're heading in the right direction. Not sure. Like not, not really mm. saying we will win the competition. You want to hear that from the coach? That we're not so, um, not so ambitious, more or less? Oh, I, don't, I don't read too much into it. I don't think Adam's sitting there telling his team that, he, that they can't win the comp. Well, he generally doesn't think that they can win the comp. We saw off the back of last year what they produced. I think he's just trying to temper some expectations a little bit. It doesn't take a lot uh, for the Newcastle faithful to, to get excited. So, look, I, I, don't, I wouldn't read too much into it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Joey Manu may not be on the Roosters' plane to Vegas. What's going on with Joey? Well, he's got his bub due, boy. Ah, um, uh... The, uh, the Roosters... Uh, way of the world confident. these days, as Alan Border said. Way of the world. <laughs> uh, it's just the way of the world now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've got to play that to Clara too. I'm not going to Vegas because of Bob Judy's as well. So, um, But Joey, Joey Manu, um, you know, they're hopeful that um, even if he's a little bit delayed in, in flying out, that'd be right to play for them round one. But, um, you know, there is um, a, a huge chance that uh, his arrival in the US is delayed. Yeah. Okay. I, well, look, I just want all the stars to be there. I hope there's yeah. no, I hope there's no injuries in preseason challenge matches. I want. Well, South look the like they've been hit the product. hardest. Potentially, no Cody Walker, Jack White, and Campbell Graham, Tyrone Munro. It's going to be a depleted yeah. backline. Yeah. Not not yeah. Uh, not good. Yeah. Michael, anything else to report? Um, any knowledge of axolotls and their feeding habits? Uh, no. Philip the axolotl no. at the Voss household has stopped eating for the last three weeks. Has not had, <laughs> has not had a, you know, not had a, a, a bite, nothing, for three weeks. What, what's what any, what's going to happen next? James gone Vale. Yeah, yeah Vale, he's done for. All right, and uh, Cogra tomorrow night. You'll be there, Michael. Will you? Yep, double hit it. Giddy, giddy up. Be All right, there. there's some Shaggy. Okay, there's Shaggy. Sing along, Michael. See you later. See you guys. Come on, come on, let's get together. Uh, Super League Hull Derby, Hull KR have just scored their third try. Lead Hull FC. Uh, 12-0. A reminder, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL Grand Final experience thanks to the brand of hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. That's Reem. Visit nrltipping.sen.com.au. Uh, but right now, this is exciting. This is The Missiles Mailbag. When you control the mail, you control information. New segment, uh, unbeknownst to me until this morning, but... Uh, James, I'm excited. Get yes, Fossey, this is a little peek behind the curtains into the weird and wonderful world of my brain. Things that are going on in my world. Right. Okay. First up, married at first sight. Now, I know you're probably not a fan, but mm. this is one of my guilty pleasures. I married at first sight this week. It was intimacy week. Right. Where 
the couples, well, they delve into their love lives. And yeah. I've got some audio oh, for no, you, Vossi. Uh, actually, Ben, our producer, did alert me of... Well, I had no idea about this. Yesterday, he said, we have some tape, but we've had to send it off to the lawyers. Right. you wanted to play today. Yes. So what you intended to play... The lawyers have given it the once over. So okay. it might not sound like what you were hoping. This is what we've got. Yes. I said yes. Do you perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pinching a partner or using any kind of on them during sex. I said yes. Ooh, I'm going to give that a double tick. <laughs> Being or by a partner in the context of I'm going to say yes for you. Am I right? Yeah, I said yes. Bang on with that. Yes. The, lo- the lawyers are worth every cent. Do you want to James? Uh, what, do you want to explain what was... All right, so this yeah. was a list of bedroom activities that each partner was up for. Right. A few bibs there, so I can't delve into exactly what they were, but some people up for more than others in the bedroom. Some of the places they went were extraordinary. If you want to hear that footage, you'll have to go and check it out on Nine Now. All right, next up wow. in the Missiles Mailbag, Vossi. Uh, 100 to 1, the list of the hottest players in the NRL. Okay. Now, there's been a shake-up. Last year, it was Kalen Ponga, number one hottest man in the NRL. Yeah. This year, we have a new winner. The hottest man in the NRL in 2024, as voted by you, is... Herbie Farnworth. The Hugh Grant of the NRL. Herbie Farnworth. So Herbie, he's got the accent. He's got the speed on the pitch. Uh, He's got the body. He's got the looks. Herbie Farnworth is your hottest man in the NRL. Narrowly beating out Reese Walsh, his former Brisbane teammate. Kalen Ponga, last year's winner, down to number three. The top ten rounded out by, and can I just say, the Broncos very well represented. Jordan Rickey, Pat Carrigan, Cam Murray, Nico Hines, Sean Johnson, Ryan Pappenhausen, and Dylan Brown. Is this your 10 as well? Because you said earlier this morning you wanted a, a bit of a vote for the young Melbourne halfback, Jonah Pezzett. Jonah Pezzett. Look, could he break into the top 10? I'm not sure because there a, there's a portion of this that I think is attributed to on-field skill as well. These are all uh, marquee players. Mm. Uh, is there any notable omissions from your end? Oh, it's your segment. I'm not going there. Okay. No, oh, it's I your think segment. You potentially Reese Walsh, potentially hard done by at number two, but I am a big No room for Herbie Blake fan. Laurie? No room for Blake Laurie from the Dragons? No Blake Laurie. Cors- Corey Horsburgh? Corey Horsburgh. Hard done by. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, other things uh, in the world of the missile this week, in the bag. Yeah, in the bag. Group chats. Okay. Are you in group chats? These these WhatsApp chats? Well, with... only around sporting teams. Not No, not anything of a uh, blue nature, if that's where we're headed with this one as well. So I've been exposed to the danger of group chats. We were with some friends the other night. One of my mates telling stories about uh, something in, in the world of pop culture. Right. He said, oh, he's talking to a girl about this. And he said, oh, you know, we actually, uh, we've, in our group chat, there was a picture sent through of this story. And so he's showing her on his phone. He's scrolling uh, through the group oh, chat. Showing her. Her, a group chat that I'm involved in as well. He's scrolling through. All of a sudden, a picture of her pops up in the group chat that he's, he's scrolling through. Ooh. Disaster. Ooh. So he throws one of their other mates under the bus and says, oh, yeah, our other mate's a big fan of yours. You know, he posts pictures of you in our group chat every now and then. Wow. But we're just sitting there shaking our heads going, what, wow. what is yeah. doing? Awkward. So group chat's dangerous. Do not. 
show your group chat to other people when telling a story. Can't be done. That's uh, I, I didn't know there was going to be a moral to the the whole story here. Hard lesson uh, by learned. By the way, now uh, is is that the segment? Is that going to be? Is that the benchmark? What you've just done, or is there more? There's is more, that, Vossi. Oh, there's more. Oh, there's, there's more. more. There yep. So, Taylor Swift. She's in the news this week. Uh, she's a bit of a greenie. Yeah. Big on carbon emissions. <laughs> However, well, not Taylor Swift last year. She's big private jet girl. Her private jet emitted over 8,000 tonnes of carbon emissions uh, last year. Yeah, that's, right. that's about 1,800 times the average human's annual emissions or 576 times that of the average American, about 1,000 times that of the average European. Yeah. So Taylor Swift, she tells us to be green. Yeah. However, yeah. there's a bit going on in the background, boss. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit that way too. I'll drive an electric car when those who support electric cars fly electric planes. That's right. That's when I'll make the jump. All right. My last story this <laughs> week, Vossie, my last one. So the Super Bowl was on uh, Monday. Yep. A lot of betting going on in the U.S. Sure. Over $2.3 billion U.S. dollars bet on the Super Bowl in America alone. That's, that's Huge. A, that's a big figure. 2.3 billion. It's got to be there. Right? B. Yeah. Billion. And some people betting more than others. Celebrities in particular. Now, the biggest bet placed by a celebrity on the Super Bowl came from Drake. He put 1.15 million US dollars on the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the 49ers. Which means upon the Kansas City Chiefs winning, Drake pocketed $2.3 million uh, one USD. For the one for the bat. Good on you, Drake. Good on you, Drake. Um, that, what, is there that it is. right? So, he, so Drake, uh, do we know of any other bets that Drake's won? Can you pass out a bit of Drake's mail? So there is a it's thing little... called the Drake curse. When he bets on fighters okay. in the UFC or boxing, generally yeah. they go on to lose. Yeah. This... Potentially breaking Drake's curse, one point five million dollars placed uh, for a collective two point three. That's a missiles mailbag. Yeah, Bossy. I don't First mind the mailbag. Yeah, good mix bag. It could be the mix bag of missiles mailbag. It was uh, it was good stuff. Uh, thank you for that. Needs a sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor the segment, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or text to zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Franklin Pele signed from the Bulldogs over the Super League. Inglorious start to the Super League, being sent off. Just sent off for... Um, What's he done? Well, he, he went a high tackle. That was okay. But then when the player fell to the ground, he went over the top with a big swinging arm, uh, clenched fist. Getcha. And was sent off. So Franklin Pele set off for Hull FC. Um, there are a few texts in response to the segment straight up. Scott Sorensen absolutely robbed. He's, he's, not in your, he's not in the 10. Yeah. Is he in your 10? Not in my 10. No. Good sort, though. Uh, lads, Pat Carrigan, top 10, please. He looks like Encino Man. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Maths update. Who's the hottest man in the NRL? You're starting to worry me, mate. Yes, little people. This is what goes on in my head. This is a peep behind the curtains, Bossy. Uh, uh, Widgie? Do I read Widgie's text? Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, this one. James, I hope your mailbag shrinks as fast as your ball bag. <laughs> Okay, Widgie. And uh, also, I'm tipping this new segment will be just a one-off. No, no, I think it'll be there. I think it'll come back. Everyone deserves a second chance. And I, <laughs> I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. Good bit of variety, bit of colour and shade, light and shade. We like that. At uh, eight and a half minutes to eight, breakfast with Vossi and the Missile. Look, if you want to buy into the top ten, if there's, if there's someone there that hasn't had a mention, um, if you want to say 
it on behalf of someone else, mm. maybe a female in your life, who are the good sorts in the NRL, by all means, throw it at us, and James will score them. Done. Out of 10, okay? Sexton, quick hands along. Waddell, a fan. He's beaten the defence. Support inside. Flanagan on and scores a try. Kyle Flanagan. He's in the halves for the Dragons for the Charity Shield, which was one of the more, well, it is a traditional pre-season game. It means more than just a, a trial, and he's probably tapped into that this week. Kyle Flanagan, welcome to breakfast with Vossie and James Magnuson, the missile. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me on, mate. And, um, yeah, as you said before, mate, looking forward to my uh, first Charity Shield game on uh, tomorrow night. Kyle, we probably went down to St. George thinking playing maybe more of a hooker role. At, at least that's what your dad Shane said. But now you find yourself in, your, in the halves. You're looking forward to the challenge at 5'8 and also lining up next to Ben Hunt. Yeah, for sure, mate. Obviously, I came down here just for an opportunity and um, sort of as a uh, utility role and I um, was really enjoying my time playing hooker towards the back end of last year. But I've um, been training the halves so far and um, yeah, training alongside Ben Hunt's been really good. I've been learning so much off him and I'm um, looking forward to um, starting our combination uh, tomorrow night. How has pre-season been down at the Dragons? You've been in a number of clubs now, so you can compare to previous pre-seasons. Are you, are you impressed with the club? Yeah, I think so, mate. It's always um, nice having a fresh start. I can't uh, probably compare them too much because they're all, they're all pretty hard, but I've been really enjoying training down here in Wollongong um, on the beach, get to jump in the water after training. So, um, yeah, everyone's feeling fit, fast, and ready to play some footy, and... Um, yeah, can't wait to play my first Charity Shield, as I said. All right, enough of that. We're going to get personal now, Cole. Um, the relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and I loved work. I got to say, I loved working with your old man on Fox League. Learned a lot. A great man to talk football with, um, Shane Flanagan. Uh, are you still? Are you at home um, with now that you're being coached by your dad at the Dragons? Are you living at home or not? Nah, Vossi, I probably got out maybe two years ago. Um, yeah, mate, it was. Probably annoying me too much. <laughs> nah, nah, mate. I've been out for two years and uh, with my partner now. Yep. All right. Um, now, has um, what, what's the conversation that you had once you were signed, sealed, and delivered with the Dragons? What did Dad say to you? It's it's not just Dad and son. It's coach and player. What what was the conversation? Yeah, I guess I guess when I probably signed here, that was never sort of the you know one of the reasons I came down here. I just sort of came down here for the opportunity and. Um, you know, as a utility player, as, as I said, and um, having the father-son combinations, obviously a bonus. And you know, a couple of years ago, I probably thought that never would pop up again, but um, our paths crossed. And um, you know, I've just been really enjoying coming to the, the same workplace every day and um, striving for the same goal. And all we want to do is win. And um, I'm sure there's going to be challenges during the year, but um, a lot. I think we're, you know, we're both a bit older now. He definitely is, but. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to that challenge, mate. Has your dad ever coached you previously through any age group football as a youngster? Yeah, mate, he gave me my debut at Cronulla. Uh, we've only played together in the one game. So, um, yeah, back in 2018 um, for Cronulla, I made my debut under him. Uh, so, yeah, just more on that. Is it is it enjoyable? That, like, It's probably something we've asked Nathan along the way. And, and you know, there's Jacob Arthur, who was coached by Brad. Is it enjoyable or does it put some different pressures on having your dad as coach? Oh, I think you can probably look at it both sides of the ball, but like I, I just think about the good times that we're, you know, we're working towards about, you know, post-game singing a song and, you know, be able to 
sit in the shed and have a beer after the game there. The moments that I'm sort of picturing in my head, mm. where obviously there's going to be times where you, you might have a few losses on the trot, which are going to be challenging. But, you know, I think those sweeter times definitely make it a lot more better. I can empathise with Kyle in some ways, Vossi. I had my mum as my school teacher. Oh, wow. Yes. Year 11 and 12, oh, modern history. Mrs. Magnuson was, was my school teacher. We didn't get to sit and have beers together and celebrate. No. Test results. Well, you're so, on detention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, has he given you any sprays, Kyle? Like, if you put a foot out of line, obviously there'd be no special treatment. Any sprays this preseason off the old man? I actually got asked a similar question the other day at our season launch, and uh, it would have been one of my first days, one of my first weeks down here at, at the Dragons. And actually, we all, every team runs a 1.2 time trial, and I. I missed a 20-meter uh, uh, effort on the time trial, and I uh, definitely heard about that for the next couple of weeks. So uh, that was my first spray, uh, missing out on the 20-meter sprint on the uh, the 1.2. All right, so he's running a tight ship. Uh, Shane Flanagan, your dad. Kyle, from what you've learned, it's a, it's a question we're asking on the fan this year, actually, on Fox League, player advice. Um, on what you've learned on your career, and there's been a few ups and downs along the way, what advice do you want to hand out? Um, the, the journey that's got you to this point in your career, and, a, and you know a few clubs now as well. What what advice do you hand out? What have you learned? Um, I probably learned that things can change around re- really quickly. I think, um, like I look at the the back end of last year where I wasn't playing first grade, and then once I got my opportunity to play back in first grade, I just took it with both hands, and you know a, a few good games can really change the season around. So, um, yeah, I'm just focused on staying positive and. Um, you know, if you focus on playing well one week, you're only as good as your last game. And um, yeah, that's probably my advice uh, to young fellas going forward. Kyle, I'm sure all the players are aware that the hottest 100 of NRL players came out uh, earlier this week. Blake Laurie was number 45. A little bit of a bolter. Uh, didn't see your name on the list. Has Blake Laurie been layering up a bit at training after making the hottest 100 players in the NRL? <laughs> He definitely has, mate. There's definitely a bit of <laughs> stick given to uh, Zach Lamax. I believe he was uh, rated a bit higher than him. So mm. I'm not too sure if Blake Laurie's Lowry, uh, been you know, doing some personal voting. I'm not too sure how it works, but um, there's definitely been some chat around training. Yeah. I, now, listen, this is a multiple choice question that's come in for you. Uh, does Cole call Shane Flanagan the coach? Dad, coach, Flano or Shane? So A, dad. B, coach, C, Flano, D, Shane. <laughs> I'm not too sure, to be honest. I'm thinking I might just go coach. It's a bit funny when someone says Flano and we both turn around. So we're still <laughs> yes. sort of working that out if it's going to be junior or, you know, just we both just keep turning our head. But, um, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one at the moment. We're still working it out, to be honest. Just on, uh, on the field. So coach, dad, Flano Shane yeah. came out and said that uh, whilst you were playing in the number six jersey, you, you were going to be the one leading the team around the park to take a bit of responsibility off Ben Hunt. Uh, what is your role going to be in this, this charity shield? Are you going to be calling the shots, doing the fair share of kicking, or um, where, where do you see your role in the team? Yeah, I like to think it's going to be a good balance um, throughout the year. I don't, obviously, um, you know, Ben's the captain of the club and um, he's the leader, so I don't want to, you know, um, you know, walking in this team, I've got to earn the respect of the playing group. But um, I look at the last couple of years and a lot of the pressures have been put on Ben Hunt when it comes to the last plays and directing the team around. So whenever I can, um, 
you know, take some, some pressure off him, I'll definitely do it, whether that's kicking the ball on last play and directing the team around. I think it's going to be a balance issue. Well, fans can go along and watch you live at uh, Cogra tomorrow night. Second match of a double header. Uh, viewers can watch the Fox League coverage. In fact, four games on tomorrow, back to back to back to back to back. Uh, finishing with the Dragons and the Rabbitohs after 8 o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Kyle, all the best for that game. And, of course, right across the season, thank you for coming on the show. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. There he is, the number 101 best-looking player in the NRL, Kyle Flanagan. <laughs> just, just outside. He just missed. Blake Laurie. That must have been friends, family. Yeah. The lorries united to get him up to number 45. Yeah. Uh, nice reaction to an interview with uh, Pele Papali too. Um, Wendy from Warner's Bay says, oh, my God, guys, I've had tears in my eyes. Love this story. Bulldogs fan too. Great to hear the mum involvement, wasn't mm. it? You know, Dad had this thought, but mum was the one who drove the, you know, drove the boy to the rugby league career at five. Beautiful. Um, and Big G says, yeah, nice interview. Canterbury boy can hopefully make good local junior through and through. Uh, Joash Papali. Remember, remember the name. This is Breakfast with Vossi and the Missile on uh, SEN 1170 AM on a Friday morning.